I believe it. I'm completely convinced. When I sit here and tell you that something awesome is happening in the church of God, in the house of God, in the people of God, for those who are willing to have their heart open and be receptive to the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, and what's taking place in these latter days, this church is going to be off the hook. I, I, I truly believe it. That's why, you know, Pastor Reggie's been preaching the messages that God has been putting in his heart. That's why the preachers that come up here have been preaching these messages that, that the Spirit of God is giving to the preachers. Amen? You know, I, I was just thinking about the type of people who we are, you know, because we're raised under, uh, I, I guess the way I'm going to put it is like this, we're raised under a certain bloodline. By spiritual inheritance, you have a bloodline. You know, just like anything else, you have your family and you have the bloodline of your family. Well, you're also a part of a spiritual bloodline that is a bloodline of kings and queens, that is a bloodline of conquerors, that is a bloodline of overcomers. Oh, God, I'll take that for myself. Right? And I was just thinking, I was like, man, Lord, we're going to be awesome. You know, we're going to be awesome for your kingdom. We're going to be awesome for, your, for, your, for who you are. Uh, us as people in this generation, we're just going to be awesome. And we're going to be sold out for you, God. And we're going to do everything in your name. And whatever we do, we're going to do it unto the Lord. Is anybody else with me? Sometimes I feel like I'm a cartoon character or something, you know. I'm like, man. I was writing the other day. I was like, man, I put God over everything. Ministry over everything. And I was like, yeah. Amen. I felt like a rapper line or something. God over everything. Ministry over everything. Like in my heart, I just want to do the will of God. Amen. Has anybody else got that fire inside of you? And see, and the thing is that right now, some of you guys are being birthed in that fire. You don't even know what's taking place in your life. You just really feel something stirring up inside of you. And it's the Holy Spirit. And it's the Holy Spirit beginning to, to minister to your life, to minister to your heart, to minister to your person. That you would rise up and do something awesome to find out who you are and who you're called to be in this life and what you're called to do for God. Amen. I'm grateful to be here tonight in the presence of God. I'm grateful for my pastors. Continue to always keep our pastors in prayer. Amen. Tonight I wanted to minister on raising our standards. Raising our standards. And we could turn your Bibles to the book of Philippians, chapter number 3, verse number 13. And the word of God says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what's ahead. I press on towards the goal, towards the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. Father, we just come before you tonight in Jesus' mighty name. We just thank you for your word. We just pray that your word would be blessed tonight. More of you and less of me, Father. We come to hear of your spirit, my God, that it would minister to our hearts. We thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for everything you are, for everything you've done, and for everything that you will continue doing in our lives. We just thank you, Father, tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Raising our standards. And I really believe that as men and women of God, we ourselves must feel the need for continually raising the standards in our life. Continually raising 
are the standards in our life. That nobody else is really responsible for pressuring you to become better. But that us ourselves as individuals should feel a need to become better for God. Right? To become better for the Lord. To become better for his kingdom. That us as individuals should... should uh, continually look in the mirror and say, you know what? I feel like I'm, be- I'm becoming the same as I have been these last few months, these last few weeks. And, and challenge ourselves to raise the standard, raise the bar. See, because one thing that happens here, look, this is something that happens. A lot of us have come a long way. Can I get an amen? Let me get a witness if you've come a long way from before you were saved to today where you stand blessed, sanctified, sanctified by the blood of Jesus, changed, transformed in your mind. You don't even look the same. I was going to throw a throwback Thursday on, 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 on Facebook, but I was like, man, that, that, even that's too embarrassing for me. <laughs> I go, I'll save that one for another day. Right. But why? Because we're changed. We're not the same. A lot of us, man, we're just, you, you just feel blessed. Before you felt cursed, and now you just, you just feel blessed. It doesn't matter what you have. It doesn't matter what you don't have, but you just feel blessed. See, and a lot of us have come a long way. But what happens in our walk often is that we shoot up like a rocket. You know, we come to the things of God and we get saved and just something just amazing happens and we've never experienced it before and it's so awesome and amazing and if we feel like we're on a ride and we're on a roller coaster ride and we shoot straight to the top and we're just different all of a sudden, bam, the power of the Holy Ghost, right? But then what happens is that, is that we, we plateau. We plateau, we shoot up and then just go straight. Like Pastor Edgy said, before we, we wouldn't throw a piece of trash on the floor. Amen. He says you would walk through the grocery store and you wouldn't even pick a grape off the bunch. <laughs> right? In other words, the things that were so um, important in our lives just sometimes just become a, a plateau. It just becomes like this. And often we get stuck. Has anybody ever got stuck? You just feel that in your walk, you're, you're, you're almost stuck. Like you're, you're in the same place that you've always been or that you've been in for a long time. Amen. And all we really have to lean on and to remember is uh, is our past victories. You know, sometimes I feel like Al Bundy. You guys remember Married with Children? Some of you guys are too young. But I'm like, man, I scored three touchdowns in one game in high school. Right. But that was this thing that he scored three touchdowns in one game. But that was what? Well, that was a long time ago. Right. That was a long time ago. And some of us, we really stay, we really stay, and all we really have is, 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 is memories, and we remember our past victories, that one time where, where this happened, that one time where we conquered that, that one time where God did this. And, and, and haven't really, excuse me, experienced something fresh or something new in the things of God or in our own life. And that's why I wanted to minister tonight on raising our standards. Continually raising our standards. Because no, nobody likes stale bread, right? I mean, they say cold pizza's good. It's good, but it's not that good. Amen. Hot pizza's better. You know, nobody likes stale bread. Or how about flat soda? Does anybody like flat soda? Oh, that's the worst, right? 
you think your soda's still good because it's still condensation dripping down. You take a drink and it's flat already. You're like, man, that's not even good. Just ruined it. You know? And the Bible even says that if salt loses its saltiness, that that salt becomes good for nothing anymore. Right? That if that salt loses its saltiness, that it's, it's no good anymore. And some of us could uh, think back at a place where we were just, man, it was all about Jesus, God over everything. It's all about ministry. It's all about doing something for God. It's all about my mindset is what can I do for God, right? What can I do for God? What would be awesome that I could do for the kingdom of God? See, and unless we continue to step up to the challenge of raising the standard, we'll feel like we hit a wall or sometimes we feel like this is all there is to it. Because we can get to that point where we feel like, man, is this all there is to it? Right? And unless we ourselves rise up and step up to the challenge, really a, a challenge in yourself to say, you know what? I need to raise the standard. I need something different to take place in my walk with God, in my life. If my life is going to be a life of serving God, then my service to God has to be something different. Right? Because sometimes it gets like that. I mean, I remember so many times thinking like, man, is this all there is to it? But really, there was nothing wrong with Christ. There was nothing wrong with the ministry. There wasn't something wrong with the church. There was something wrong with what? With me. Amen? The grass is never greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. Unless you have that fake grass, then you're cool all day long. But none of us want to be fake, right? The grass always seems to be greener on the other side, but it's not. It's greener where you, where you water it. See, unless we feel, unless we continue to rise up to the challenge, we, we will get there. We'll get to the place where we feel like, man, this is it. Is this all of it? See, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, Paul says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do. Forgetting what lies behind. See, putting the past behind. In other words, Paul was saying, I've been in the place, I've been in this place long enough. Paul was doing what I was saying. We need to examine our lives and sometimes we think, man, I've been in this place long enough. Has anybody ever felt like that? Can I get a witness? Right? We feel like I've just been here too long already. I've been in this very place too long. I'm going to raise the standard so I can put this behind and strive strive forward towards something that's ahead. See, unless we feel the need to raise the standard in your own life, in your walk, in your walk with God, you will never put behind you the place that you're at and, and have the ability to look forward, raise the standard so you can strive forward towards something that's ahead. Somebody's going to catch this here tonight. Because sometimes we have to be tired enough of where we are to feel the need to raise the bar, raise the standard of our life, and have something to look forward to. Because unless we have a challenge, there's nothing to look forward to. We could just stand right where we are. You know, and that's what happens when we feel like we've plateaued, like there's just nothing else about it. It's because we've stopped challenging ourselves and raising the bar. That we can see greater things ahead. See, it even says, I'm not there yet, right? Look at verse number 13. It says, 
brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. I don't, I don't act like if I've made it already, right? I know that I'm not there yet. I know that I'm not there yet, but the only way that I'm going to make it there is if I raise the bar. The only way I'm going to make it there, because sometimes, man, I've seen people that are on fire for God. I've seen men that are doing amazing things for God. I've seen men that are just doing awesome things for God. But when I see that what they're doing for God, I also see what, what, what work they put in, I guess you could say, to get to that place. And I'm like, man, that dude's awesome, man. He's just tearing it up for the Lord, building the kingdom of God, doing something amazing for God. See, knowing that I'm not there yet, but the only way I'm going to make it there is if I raise my standard. Amen. And then when we ask ourselves that, when was the last time that we raised the standard in our walk with God? Paul says, I strain. Look at. One thing I do is forget what lies behind and I strain and straining forward and straining forward. See, if we're going to constantly change we're going to constantly and continually grow in the grace of God, in the mercy of God, in the will of God, in the kingdom of God. There continually has to be a straining towards what's ahead. There has to always be a continual straining for what's ahead. We want what's ahead, but are we willing to strain for what's ahead? See, in other words, it's going to take an effort on my behalf to achieve those things. See, some of us have to want something different in our walk. Some of us have to want something different out of ministry. Some of us have to want something different uh, with our experience in our walk with God. We have to want it enough. We have to want something different enough to actually look ahead. And once we actually look ahead, we have to want it bad enough to strain and to reach forward and to want to grab and reach for those things that are ahead. Isn't it weird how sometimes we want something, but we don't want to work for it? We just want it for free. You know, it's true. It's the microwave generation. It's the sopa, amen? Throw a spread real quick. Forget it. Forget dinner. We'll just have a spread tonight. Some of you guys don't know what that means. At the men's home, when you don't want to cook, you just throw a spread, a couple soups, some roast beef, a little bit of mayonnaise. Bada bing, bada boom. Dinner's done. But it's not as good as a home-cooked meal. Because a home-cooked meal takes, what? You know that they put some effort into it. Sister Sam made the soup the other day. Oh, man, you know she put some effort into it. It tastes good. It tastes bomb. Right? They're, yeah, they're all bomb. It was bomb. Why? Because the effort. The effort that was put into it. See, Paul says, I strain. I make an effort. I make an effort out of my life to reach towards those things that are ahead. I'm going to leave what's behind me because I'm going to make an effort in my own life to actually reach towards those things that are ahead. The high word call of God in Jesus Christ. Amen. See, what are standards? Sometimes I keep saying standards. I'll raise a standard, raise a standard. A standard is this, something considered as a basis of comparison. Something considered as a basis of comparison. In other words, I have my life and I have my walk with God and I have everything that I've been doing. And I'm going to compare it 
to something that's greater, right? Even Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ, right? Something considered as a basis of comparison. If I'm going to get better as I am now, I need to be more like Christ, see? And it also means approved model, right? Approved model, something that you can model yourself after. Also means the rule used as a basis for judgment, right? Because sometimes when we examine our life, it's easy to compare it to something else that's less in order to feel better, right? How many guys have ever used the, well, well, at least I'm not that anymore. Well, at least I'm not drinking. At least I'm not smoking. At least I'm not this. And we get something less to compare our life to. But it'll it'll always keep you limited. It'll keep you at the plateau, never advancing to something greater, never advancing to something more, never advancing to something that's ahead. I know so many times I've used that, well, at least I'm not all strung out anymore. At least I'm not living in abandoned houses. And I'm setting the model, the example, the thing that I'm going to compare to and I'm going to use to judge my life is so low that I don't go anywhere. Amen. That's why there has to be a need to continually raise our standard. To raise means to lift, to move to a higher position or level and to elevate. How many of you guys want to get better? I know when I think about myself and I think of how long I've come, I just think about how much more I can really do for the Lord, how much more I can do for the kingdom of God, how much more I can do for the gospel, how much more I can do. Oh, I'll be by myself on that one. I see some of you guys there. To raise. You know, and, and two areas that I believe that we need to raise this, our standard in. You guys with me? One of them is our personal life. We need to continually raise the standard in our personal life. I mean, this is our church Christian life right here. When we come to church, I see you, you see me, you smile, I smile back. We raise our hands, amen, hallelujah. And this is our church life. But also our personal life. Raising the standard in our personal life. Because it's really easy to come to church, right, and and put on our, our Sunday's best and brush those pearly yellows, right, And come to church and and our life is okay. But then when we go home and when we live in our own skin, sometimes we're not happy with what we have. And we're not satisfied, especially when we always feel the spirit of God just calling you for more. Calling you for more, saying, son, I'm calling you. Because life is so demanding as it is. Can I get an amen? Life itself, just as it is, is demanding. Especially, I've seen especially people with kids. I'm getting ready to step into that. But I notice that people that have kids, their life is really demanding. People that have jobs, their life is demanding. Amen? But when was the last time we truly evaluated our Christian life outside of church? You know, Pastor Reggie tells us at the men's home, he says, you know what? Your prayer life and your, and, and, and your Bible is so important. But he tells us at the men's home, he goes, take away the time you pray in the in the morning the half an hour prayer 
women's home, men's home, or church. You know, when we come to the church, he says, take away that prayer. Take away the prayer that you pray for your food. Take away the prayer that we pray corporately when we come to church. And he says, how much prayer life do you actually have? And then I thought about it. I was like, goodness, very little, maybe none. See, when was the last time we truly evaluated our Christian life outside of church? When was the last time that we asked ourselves, am I truly being the best me that I can for God? Amen? Because I said in the beginning, God over everything. If I'm saying God over everything, when was the last time I, I really asked myself, am I really being the best me that I can for God? Am I truly being the best thing for the one who saved me, the one who changed my life? Because in the beginning, we got all excited, right? Oh, yeah, the Lord changed me. I'm not the same anymore. When was the last time that we asked ourselves, am I being the best me that I can for God? Right? Raising the bar in our personal life, raising the standard. Amen? The Bible says that that our life is like an aroma. Our life is an aroma, right? We begin to think of it, it's like, oh yeah, it smells good. But imagine sometimes what would our life really smell like if our life is really an aroma? Sometimes I think, I'm like, oh Lord, I hope there's some Febreze in heaven. (laughs) Some heavenly Febreze because my life isn't what it should right now, right? Imagine that. When was the last time that you challenged yourself to go above and beyond what is comfortable and easy? When was the last time that you challenged yourself to go above and beyond what's comfortable and what's easy? Because it's easy to live a comfortable and easy Christianity. It's easy to live just enough for Jesus to be comfortable and satisfied. But when was the last time we actually raised the bar, went above and beyond, and and, and got challenged in the word of God to do and to be who God has called us to be? It's getting quiet, right? When was the last time we challenged ourselves outside of our comfort level? Because life is demanding as it is. Life is demanding as it is, but even in the demands of life, God has still called us. You know, you begin to think about the, about the calling of God and who we are, and sometimes we, we think of the demands of life and how busy life is, and, and that life isn't today what it was in the Bible, and that we can't really compare our lives to the, to the people in the Bible. We think we have a life, we have kids, we have jobs. When God called the first disciples, what were they doing? Working. They were mending their nets. And in the middle of life and in the middle of their, uh, of their actual life, in the middle of the demands of their own life, they raised their standards because of the calling of God and responded to the call of God. Amen? See, if we're going to be all that God has us to be, there has to be a raising of the bar. There has to be a raising of the standard. Can I get an amen? That us as people should continually want to be better, better for God, better for the kingdom of God, better, just better. Amen? Because we think of how much devotion do we really have? How much devotion do we really have? How much do you truly give yourself over to the things of God, to God in your own personal life? I, I think I'm so blessed and privileged. I mean, I, just, I really think it's such a big blessing to be in, in the home and around the home. We're pretty much doing church every day. We do church like every, we do church like five, four times a day. 
and all we're doing is church and all we're doing is Jesus. And it's just so amazing because we, we're in a place that we can just have Jesus all the time. But when you're outside of that, it's how much devotion do we really have? Sometimes I've thought about that. Man, if I wasn't in the home, how much of this would I really be doing on my own? Right? So church people, you either do it, bam, honor to you. Come on, amen? Because how much devotion do we really have in our own personal life to say, man, I, I live for God. I live for the Lord. The things that I do, I do unto God. The things that I do, I do it in the name of Jesus. The things that I sacrifice, the way that I live, the way that I use my time, the things that I think about, the things that take place in my life, everything that I do is for God. Right? Sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. And we need to, to be that as the people of God. We need to continually raise the standard of who we are in Christ so we can have that awesome experience, that full of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God moving in you, moving in your family, moving in your husbands, moving in your kids, moving in your wives, moving in absolutely every part of your life. Why? Because we live like that. And another thing is raising the standard and also in ministry. In ministry. Right? Because how far have we allowed how far we have we allowed ourselves to be involved? How how far have we allowed ourselves to be involved? The only difference is the people that answer the call and the people that don't. There's nothing special about anybody. Right? How far we've allowed ourselves to get involved? Yes. Pastor Edgy put something on on, uh, on Facebook the other day, and it was so true. And it was pretty much here's the basis. There's a lot of things that we're willing to do for the world that we're not willing to do for the church, right? He said that he saw. He said, I guess he saw some kids, and they were just running, running, so they won't be late, so they won't be late to school. Right? He says, but how many of us actually run so we won't be late to church? We won't. You know, we'll, we'll do it for our job. We'll be so there quick to, to, to be the first one to punch in, the first one to volunteer for overtime. But when was the last time that we did that for the church? And it's just, it, it, it's, I hope you're feeling me because it, there, there really has to be a need for us raising the standard. You're the church. We're the church. We're the body of Christ. Amen. We are the called ones. We are the anointed ones. There's nothing different about me and you. There is nothing different at all. See, well, God, God will only use you as much as you make yourself available. You don't have to be the, you don't have to be the sharpest knife in the drawer. Trust me. You just have to be in the drawer. That's it. You don't have to be the sharpest tool in the shed. You can look up here. All you got to do is be in the shed. God will use you. Amen. God will use your life in a way that you've never thought. All you have to do is be available. See, God can only use you as much as you make yourself available. Because even in the church... We want to see God do crazy, radical, supernatural things. But how much are we offering? Here, here, here's, a, here's a real thing that the church deals with. You might think, or we, we think that we don't have much to offer. 
the average person, all of us included, at one point thought we don't have anything to offer. We don't have much to offer, but what you do have to offer is a lot more than you know. Come on, I'm speaking to you guys to know. You might think that you don't have much to offer when it comes to ministry, when it comes to the church, but what you do have to offer is a lot more than you think. You don't have to be everything or have everything to be used. But to be used, offer what you do have and see what God can do with that. What you do have, offer it and see what God can do with that. How many of you guys remember the story uh, when, God, when Jesus is there and he wants to feed the multitudes? Didn't have much to offer, right? Five fish and two loaves, that's all I got. But when he gave what he did have, a miracle took place. God turned what he did have into more than enough. It's really so simple that sometimes we think we have nothing to offer to, to God or to the church or to the ministry. But what you do have is a lot more, a lot more than you think. Amen. It is. It is. It is. It's so much more. It's so valuable. You are. Pastor Reggie says it so much and I see it and I see it when he says you are so valuable. You are so important. You are so awesome. You are so you are indispensable. You're in, you're irreplaceable. You, you are the one. Amen. And I'll be closing with this tonight. Is that some of us have felt like that. Some of us have felt like that. Like, like we've, we've plateaued. Like in our, even in our own personal life, we, we go through our day and we go through our, our, our work and we go through our job. And we feel like, is this it? But there has to be a challenge that comes from you to say, you know what? Paul said, I, I don't act like I've already made it. He says, but I do do this. I, I get where I'm at right now. I put it behind me, I look forward, and I strive towards what's ahead of me. And he says it like this. He says, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering because the reality is, like I said last time, God's always calling. God's always calling. The calling of God's always going out. Amen. Sometimes we really, we really believe, and I, and, I, and I had another message, but amen, God wanted to do this. And sometimes we believe, you know, we read the Bible and we see how God uh, comes down in a pillar of fire. And he consumes a bush and the bush doesn't burn up and he calls Moses. And all these crazy things, how God calls people. And we think just because we've never experienced something like that. Because you never got up in the middle of the night and seen a burning bush that God hasn't called you. Because a pillar of fire hasn't come down and the clouds open up and a, sh- a sh- light shines through your window. And uh, who's that? Is it you, Jesus? Because we've never experienced something like that. We believe that we're not called. But the reality is, is that we are called. And that's why sometimes we can't even get through one service without just the Holy Spirit just impressing on your heart. Amen? I remember so many different times just sitting in the chairs and, and at the men's home, you know, being in the men's home and just feeling like God is, is speaking to me for me to rise up, for me to get involved, for me to open my heart, for me to hear the voice of God, for me to raise the bar and say, you know what? I can do more for God. I can do more for God in my own personal life. I'm, the way I'm living, I could do anything for God. God could be everything. And then transcending into everything and says, you know what? I, I think I'm called to the church. But I feel like I have nothing to offer. But what you do have to offer is more than you think. Amen. Let us all stand tonight.
everybody has some part in your life where you know, I need to raise the standard. I'm settling for less. I'm settling for so much less in my life simply because I'm not raising the standard. I'm staying in the very place that I am when I could just put it behind me, raise the standard, see what's ahead, and begin to put effort out of my life to become everything that God's called me to be. To make an effort. Because there's just things that just don't happen on their own. And there has to be that response from us to say, you know what? I've been here too long. I've been in this place too long. I can't. I need to put this place behind me. I need to look ahead and I need to begin to strive and make an effort to the higher call of God in Jesus Christ. You know, and some of us need to experience that explosiveness again. That feeling that, that, that God is moving and stirring us up in our heart and causing us to be something different. And that only comes when you challenge yourself and rise up and say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I can be better for God. I feel the call of God. I feel God just calling me to be more. And some of us need to feel that again. We feel like, is this it sometimes? And it's not. But we have to raise the standard. It says, you know what, when I raise the standard and I see everything that I could be, I'm going to strive for it. I'm not, I refuse, I refuse to stay here. I refuse to stay like this. There's more, there's more, there's more. There's more in my relationship with God in my own life. There's more to my relationship with God in the church. There's more that I can do. There's more, there's always going to be more. And tonight I want to open the altars because some of us need to come and make that commitment and say, you know what, that's it. Today, today, today I raise that bar. Today I'm not going to be the same Tomorrow when I wake up, I'm not going to do what I did yesterday. Tomorrow when I wake up, what I did yesterday, I'm going to put it behind me. I'm going to seek the face of God. I'm going to see what's ahead of me. And I'm going to make an effort to reach forward towards those things that are ahead. I can't just stay here much longer. And and if you don't feel the, the need to yourself, raise that bar and raise that standard in your life and say, you know what, today those things that I lived are behind me. And because those things are behind me, that means that things are ahead of me. And if I have something ahead of me that's better, I'm going to strive for it. And I'm going to reach for it. And I'm going to strive for the higher call of God in my life.